literary carry. I missed that. <laughs> and you do keep it so consistent. Well, thank you. I almost panicked for a hot second. I was like, hold up. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's literary carry. Welcome, everyone. Kat is back with us today. Yay. So excited to have you again. I'm so excited to be here. Great. Lives have been crazy lately. Oh, yeah. But we've still been reading. Yes, always. I mean, that is the escape. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, the other day I didn't realize it until I could not fall asleep at night. And I don't have a easy time falling asleep anyways, but I realized I hadn't read a single book. I hadn't read a single page of anything that day. And I couldn't remember the last time that that happened. Wow. And I didn't realize how much I needed just for like base level mental health. <laughs> right. Your brain was like, excuse me, we're missing something. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. Do you remember the last time you went a day without reading? Well, school has been gotten. Wow. School has gotten <laughs> a little bit more heavy of what I need to do. So uh, I will say I, uh, even on the days that I don't physically read, I'm still listening to things. Yep. So I, I would not be able to tell you the last time that I like didn't read a thing. Yep. But I actually finished like three books in the last two days. So that felt really fucking good. <laughs> awesome. Tell me about them. Um, so the last one, the most recent one that I finished right before coming over here. Um, oh, God. Where's it called? It's a book all about vagina. <laughs> and it's like medical. And it's like all of the myths. And it's like, this is how you vagina. It has a giant peach on the cover. It's really funny. The woman is a doctor. She also has her literary degree. And it's nonfiction. Yeah. And it's so good. It's like all of these things that I have never known about something that I have. And this is how you vagina all about your JJ and why you wouldn't, why you probably shouldn't call it that by Nicole E. Williams. So good. I love the cover. <laughs> so good. Like, I feel like that is the book that my mom should have given me when I hit puberty mm. <laughs> because it's like, it's broken up into chapters where it's like, this is my question. Like, let me dive into it rather than the weird, like, I don't know, 90s body book that had weird demonstrations and that also was just like abstinence. Yeah, yeah. The one that we had to read but actually took nothing from. Yes, yes. Interesting. How did you hear about this book? I actually, so Goodreads has giveaways every once in a while and I won it. Um, nice. I, it was just like a, uh, Kindle, not Kindle, an ebook. Um, but it randomly popped up on my Kindle and I was like, oh, I must have won this. And then I just started reading it. It I because it's broken up into like, if this is your question, here you go. Like I I read it over the last, I don't know, maybe four months. Like it's not something that I like actively read, mm -hmm. but it was very interesting. I learned so much. I highlighted the crap out of it and I can't wait to like go back when I actually really have these questions. Yeah. What a great reference. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good reads. 
Goodreads for the win. Goodreads is is pretty great. Although I do love Storygraph now. I, know. I like them for very different reasons. Yeah. Goodreads yeah. is like social. I agree. Yeah, and story like commenting. Yeah, you can see what everyone's reading, and then Storygraph is great for your own personal analysis of what you're reading. Um, so, what else have you been reading lately? I also read The Raven Spell by Luann G. Smith. She's the author of the Vine Witch series, um, which I was really excited about and then really let down with. Um, Lots of good ideas, really cool magic, but like didn't ever really come together for me. Mm. I didn't care about the characters and... There is uh, no spoilers here, but there's a really cool thing that honestly should have been like part of the whole story the whole time, but it literally only happens in like the last few pages. And I'm guessing that they're like, haha, sequel. Yeah. But like, I was like, really? You're, you're just going to hold on to that until like the very end and then get me interested in the last like 10 pages? It does say it's expected to come out in October this year. Yeah, I haven't decided if I'm going to read it. I mean, honestly, if it is a, like, Kindle Unlimited tends to, like, do her books for free, and I already pay for that, so, Mm -hmm. like, it's likely that I will download it when it comes out, but, like, I was, it was, I was bummed. Yeah. I was bummed. Yeah, because we both loved the Vine Witch series. That was a hidden gem. It was so good. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. But... I did read one more. Yeah? Five stars. Beach read. Oh, Emily Henry. Yes. It was adorable. I, I will uh, read anything by her now. I added it to my... I kind of was on the fence about it for a long time because it's pretty popular. Yeah. And it's been out for a couple years. But it was like when I saw your review, it was like pulling the trigger because I loved people we meet on vacation. I think that you would really, really dig it because it's it's realistic. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I, I love the way that she writes banter and like, yes, there are like tropes, but she does it in a way that's so fresh and like believable. It's not like you read it and you're like, oh, she's just doing this to like, you know, check off some boxes. Right. And it's romance. Yes. Yes. But it's about two writers, which I enjoy books about books so much. Mm -hmm. Love a good book (laughs) about books or anything literary, honestly. Yeah. So, so good. Oh, fun. What have you read? I haven't like even talked to you about anything other than the book club book. So like I didn't end up finishing book club book. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, you know, I got we went to Barnes and Noble the next day. So I'm like I got all these fun books and oh, I was yeah. like, you know what? No. <laughs> I just couldn't finish it. It was Sense and Sensibility by Jane Austen and no one's judging you here. I feel bad. I just no. hate especially a book club book you know, in my own book club. <laughs> and no. it's just, I had no interest after we talked about it. I was like slightly invested. And then I was like, you know, I'm really glad y'all liked it enough. And I just, I didn't care. I just honestly didn't care. I was like, this is not for me right now. And I've got all these fun new books that I want to read. Yes. So I recently actually I haven't finished a book since Monday and that's the only book I finished in like the last week and that was um Once There Were Wolves by Charlotte McConney that has been popping up literally everywhere for me and I, I let you borrow Migrations which is 
her first book um, that came out a couple of years ago. And Once There Were Wolves just came out last year. Um, obsessed. Oh, I I lo- I loved Migrations, but I loved Once There Were Wolves. It was Ooh, okay. it was even better to me. Honestly, it, it was the murder mystery I wanted. Like there was a murder and a mystery and some like climate fiction, climate change fiction in there. And I really liked the main character. I really liked um, there was flashbacks. I liked how the author did it. Nice. It was everything. I was like, I read that in two sittings. Dang. Okay. That's a, that's high praise. It's not, it's only like 260 pages. It's not a long commitment or anything, but. But the pacing is just right. And and the audio was so good. Ooh. Okay. Um, She does all of the accents. It sets, it's set in the Highlands of Scotland. Oh, dreams. And the main character is Australian. So like she's in scotland with an australian accent and there's also some american research scientists too she's doing three accents in this audio oh my gosh see this is why i like listening to the outlander series Mm -hmm. because of all of those Mm. which you're currently reading the sixth one right i am it's taking me forever because it's so long (laughs) she thick and there there is there is trigger warning there is rape in this one which i saw your update on goodreads and i'm like yes i was like it's bad too. Like every time. This one I think is the worst one too. It's like, uh, but I feel like every single book, every single book well, has someone. Every main character in the book has yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, and like, literally I'm like a quarter of the way through and I was like, are you serious? That was literally my update. I was like, why? <laughs> I know. I know. And, but to be fair, this book, book is better than the fifth right so much so already like, like there's just there's a lot a lot of action there's, there's things so happening much happening there's so much like uh, what is that called when they like kind of tell you what's going to happen mm-hmm. but it hasn't happened yet like yep. there's so much that like is foreshadowing yes oh, yeah good job oh my brain is like not here but i am here <laughs> um yes it is so much better also like um Oh my god, what is Brianna's husband's Roger. name? Roger. Oh my gosh. He is like better? Yes. And I'm like actually enjoying any time that it like is in his perspective. Yep. I'm like, "Oh. Okay. She's a lot less annoying. Like they're together a lot less annoying than they were previously." Yes. Um yeah, like they both grew up mm-hmm. and and young Ian. I know. Ah. So good. And um there, it's just overall a much more enjoyable book than book five was. I feel like she had a way better plan. I feel like book five, she was like, eh? <laughs> they were in such an in-between time, and like now there are things actually happening. And there's, like, I finished it, I think, a month ago, and there's still, like, so much left to happen at the end of this one. Oh my gosh. It's like, how is that is that possible that book is thick yeah and the next i i the next three are thick too oh yeah i honestly i don't know i'm i was so happy though i i was sad with the scene that you're talking about because that that one was very traumatic um it was rough yeah so yeah um that's i've only yeah once there were wolves is the only book i finished lately what are you uh besides outlander what are you currently reading so now that I have finished those three books, 
I'm in limbo. Mm. Other than listening to Outlander. Um, or a breath of ash and snow. Snow yep. and ash. I don't know. One of those. Um, oh, no, that's a lie. I am listening to another book. Um, my sister-in-law, Amanda, she oh, really... What? <laughs> it's just the cat's litter box automatically scooping itself. Wow, I did not know what the... Oh, and he knows. Yeah. Goodbye. He likes to go and, like... Make sure it's doing its thing? Yeah, I think he's sad when his his stuff disappears. He has to be the manager. Mm-hmm. It makes for quite a interesting, <laughs> interesting entertainment. Um... Amanda has recommended to me to read The Monster of Florence by Douglas Preston. It is a true crime story, and mm-hmm. it's the same author of The Lost City of the Monkey God, which I've read and, and loved. Um, I've never really read true crime. I've never really, like, wanted to. I spook very easily, mm-hmm. and I have nightmares very easily. So, um, but this is, like, so far so good. Also, it's, like, Italy, so, I mean... Amazing. Yeah, it's very and fascinating. He's very good at like describing the landscape and it really doesn't feel like real life because I'm like swept away yeah. already. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. What are you currently reading? Um Ghosts by Dolly Adderton. Yes, the one with the flowers. Yeah. On the cover. I had the audio on hold forever. And it finally came through, and it's so good. I'm. It's. Is it a very sophisticated plot? Actually, no. There's like almost no plot. Oh, really? It, it is just this 32 year old woman living in London. She is a author of uh, books about cooking and travel cooking, and Ooh. and she's single. And her it's actually quite sad. Her her dad is older and has medical conditions lending to him being very confused and having memory problems and him um, going through that and her helping her mom go through that. And she's the only child. So, you know, it's very tender, you know, in that regard, but also sad. And it's, it's honestly this, just this 32 year old woman named Nora going through life as a 32 year old single woman in today's world. And, all of her friends are getting married, having babies, and she's broke up with her long-term boyfriend, but, like, they're still good friends, and she's trying online dating, and it's just, like, very relatable. I mean, I'm not a 32-year-old single woman, but, like, as a millennial, right. you relate to it, you know, in the world of online dating, in the world of being pressured as a woman to have babies and get married. Expectations. Yeah. And like the author is just doing it really well and like making it cheeky and funny. And yeah, I, I love it. I think it's heading in a certain direction where it's turning like almost into a romance of enemies to lovers. I hope it doesn't because I really hate this person that like it's. Oh no. Like, uh, yeah. And I only have like a hundred pages left in it and I don't really want it to end, actually. It's very sweet. Um, and it's surprising me. I'm like, you know, if I were to be if I were to be reading this at any other point, would I probably not be loving it? Probably, but it's perfect right now. Right. And I will be recommending it. I for sure know. I hope the ending doesn't disappoint. It's hitting the spot. Uh Joel also 
I'm going to be putting in charge of helping me pick out my books from now on because he actually did pretty good. Um, he didn't pick out that one, but he picked uh, How High We Go in the Dark, which is a um, another kind of climate fiction climate change fiction book which i'm in the mood for right now right i like pretty much everything you've said has some aspect of it it's yeah it's like this dystopian climate fiction um changing perspectives and it's really good i'm 100 pages into it and i'm really liking it um and then the last one i'm reading is wild and wicked things by i believe francesca what's her name yeah francesca may and this is like witchy and it's like almost like a great Gatsby meets um, just, it's like witchy great Gatsby. Mm. It's really cool. And I don't have a physical copy of it. I'm reading it on my phone and I want one because the cover is beautiful. <laughs> I saw it in Barnes and Noble last week and I was like, Joel, I'm reading this book. He's like, you want it? I was like, yeah, but I also want these other five books. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, well, maybe you get the books you don't already have. <laughs> and I was like, oh. He is a smart man. I hate it. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but he also picked out Vicious by V.E. Schwab. He's like, you read this one. And I haven't started it yet, but I'm going to. I feel like you're going to read it in one day, though. I don't. That's why I haven't started it. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to... I'm going to read it in like three sittings. Oh, yeah. It's going to be over like that. And I'm going to be sad because I don't know when her next book's right. coming out. Right. I have Vicious and Vengeful, the duology. And that's it. That's all I have left of V.E. Schwab. <laughs> to experience for the first time. Exactly. Right. Well, according to her Insta, she's nonstop. So. <laughs> right. You'll she, probably be good. <laughs> I think I think there's a good chance. Threads of power. She's finishing up the first draft right now. I think there's a good chance it could be out maybe late next year. That would be the earliest, which isn't bad. That's right. fine. I can wait that long. <laughs> um, but he's like, he's like had enough of my bullshit. He's like, Carrie, you've been wanting to read this book forever and you haven't. And I'm like, I know. I do that all the time, though. I'm like so excited. I'll pre-order something. Mm -hmm. Like if I've been following a series or an author, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then it comes in and I'm like, I must save you for a special occasion like why mm -hmm. i don't know either it's i think i i do it also because of like i'm like oh, this book's brand new it needs to sit for a while i have other books that <laughs> have been waiting stupid Sto so stupid those books aren't thinking uh excuse me <laughs> i came first thanks Seriously. get in the back of the line that's literally how my brain <laughs> works like nope nope this book's up this book's been waiting longer <laughs> I'm telling you, psych. I mean, a little crazy sometimes. I mean, I feel like we all are. We all have our own things, and I just keep rearranging my bookcases. Like they that, look great. Oh my god, it brings me so much joy. That's all I keep doing. I mean, I support it. I need to do it to mine. I've been putting it off for too long. I'll also say, sometimes I do it because I've purchased more books. And then I can hide the fact that I've purchased more books because Dan can't differentiate what is new and what is not new. How? Sorry, Dan. <laughs> no. <laughs> I get like to you, it's a, such an almost critical 
thing in your life where you want to have under control. So like, how are you not aware of what's new, where it needs to go? Like, that's how my brain works. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's like a nesting thing for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. My living room is like the only really like nice my house is nice. House I is don't very nice. Want to say my house isn't nice, but like my living room is the only one that like I have like aesthetically going. You know? Yeah. Like, you you, ha- you have you've you've done everything with a purpose in that right. room. Yeah. Like my tchotchkes are out, like in certain arrangements, and like my books are arranged in a certain way, and like. I've got my plans. Yes. Yeah, your plans. Like I have a whole thing. So like that living room, like when I have like piles, it like and I now I'm like, wow, Dan was right this whole time. It wigs me out. I'm like, I need to clean this. It gives you a sense of control and it gives you satisfaction yes. and accomplishment. I totally get it. Yeah. There's nothing quite like having your books under control. Oh yeah. Just don't look in my office. Just look at my living room. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so have you added any books to your TBR recently? Like bought any or borrowed any? I just went to the library today to work on my homework. And I left with four books. Did I intend to add it? No. (laughs) But did I? Of course. Um, one of them is the Fauci book put out by National Geographic. Um, and it's, uh, they interviewed him a bunch of times over the pandemic. And he's quite famous. Even before the pandemic, um, like with the work that he's been doing. Um, so I'm excited to read that. It's super short, um, but he's a cool dude. So I'm excited to to read what I, I like he has his vibes. to say. Yeah. I've always found him, I mean, even in the craziness of the pandemic, to be a very soothing presence on the TV, even when everything was burning around him. He's very (laughs) measured. It's like the Obama effect. Like, they're the way that they talk, and that they're not rushed, Mm -hmm. like, that just relaxes me so much, and I'm like, okay, I can breathe. He encourages it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fill those lungs, baby. (laughs) He has never said that in his life. I bet you he has in, <laughs> in some. He gets feisty. Don't worry. <laughs> Does he have children? I hope not. I feel like I'm making this really weird for him. Not that he's listening. Oh, could you imagine? If you are, I love you. <laughs> Dan has a finger puppet of you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, I rented that one. <laughs> Off the rails. Um. And then I rented um, Medusa. I don't recall. Of course, I don't have my phone on me. I don't recall who the author is, but it is a YA novel, and it's fully illustrated. Ooh, love, love that. And it's a Greek myth, myth, wow, Greek myth retelling, and I love mythology, and um, I just love any kind of retelling because it's like, oh, you know this, but just wait. We're going to, like, turn it on its head. Yeah. And Medusa is... Honestly, a feminist icon because she was claimed to be a monster, but like, uh, guess who made her that way? Men. Is it this one? Yes. Oh my gosh. Medusa, the girl behind the myth, Jesse Burton. Yes. It's fully illustrated and the illustrations are gorgeous. I have another book by her on my shelf that I haven't read yet. What's that one? Um, 
the miniaturist, miniaturist and the muse. Ooh, that sounds nice too, though. Yeah, they're not. I don't think they're YA in their their fiction. They're not illustrated or anything. But right. look at the covers; those two covers. Oh my gosh, gorgeous! That look. I am adding that to the show notes. I think I need another book, but we're gonna check to see where we can find that now. <laughs> Borrow it from the library when I'm done. Right, I do have a library membership. I just never use it for physical books because I might as well go in. I know, but that's the thing. I already have so. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. We, I still support it. I use it for the audio books, and which are great. you are borrowing from the library when you do that. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. We support the public library system. Absolutely. Any books that you have not finished recently, like that you DNF'd? Oh, my goodness. Literally. Okay, time is meaningless. It was either last night or this morning. I don't recall which one. Maybe last night. Um, Stick Figure by Lori Gottlieb. Oh, yeah, I saw your Instagram story about that. Um, Lori Gottlieb is the author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which I loved. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, has she written anything else? And back in, I want to say the 90s, she published um, these diary entries that she found of her 11-year-old self um, where she has anorexia and... Um, basically like how her brain worked back then like and you can see the switch like how it goes from like her really caring about school to like she is literally only thinking about food and how many calories and what she has to do and like it's mind boggling and I know that it's like probably very important to some people and like very meaningful to have that out in the world, but it is so heavy and it was so triggering for me. I just can't. Yeah. I just, I had to stop. Yeah. Cause then I was like, okay, so are we going to go into like rehab, which like she does eventually do. And she, you know, you know, moves forward with her life. Um, but <laughs> so of course I like snuck through the pages and look to the back and it's like, there's like an afterword but it's not like still her entries. And I was like, I don't think I can go through the second half of this book if it's still just more of this. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Because it's also like the phrases that she was using, it's like that reminded me of like the commercials we saw as a kid and like how we grew up. Like I'm so grateful that like things have changed and that media has changed and it still has a long way to go. But like it's not blatantly in your face all the time that like thin is the way to be you can pinch an inch like you know like all of that stuff that like we grew up with yeah like just reading them again i was like oh god like (laughs) right it what that is triggering i mean gosh gen z lucky bastards it's so much more inclusive i'm so (laughs) hopeful for that generation like (laughs) so uh just all the love to you guys all the love. I have to tell you one book that I found at the bookstore recently was one that you read recently and I think you enjoyed. Um, the Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Oh my gosh, yes. Literally, like, I think a week ago you were talking about that book on Instagram or something. I don't remember, maybe longer than that. Time is meaningless. But <laughs> it was because of what I saw your things about. I was like, I have to read this. And the person that brought it in was also like, 
this was fascinating and sad oh, in yeah. so many levels. And I was like, I have to know. I loved it. I listened to it. Um, once again, very heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this it's is a, nonfiction. It's a true story. Yeah. Um, but so, so well written, so well researched. This woman researched this family for 20 years. Wow. 20 years. Like that, her cells, Gila, Henrietta Lacks, is the reason that that author was interested in biology. Wow. Like, so like literally her whole path was just for this. Wow. And like it's you, it's so good. It's a series or it's going to be a series on HBO. I saw something of, or Ooh, I did not see that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure my cover that I have is like soon to be an HBO max series or something. Oh my gosh. I want to watch that. Right. Very badly. I love HBO. Um, Another book that I added to my rec- TBR recently, which was totally necessary, um, was Shadow of the Gods by John Gwynn. Have you heard of that one? No. Ugh, it's all over book talk. And you're so hip. I, <laughs> I'm not exactly <laughs> completely down with the times, but <laughs> I, I really much enjoy, I very much enjoy the book talk world. It introduces a lot of cool books. Oh, yeah. And The Shadow of the Gods is a um, new series. Uh, the next book in the series is actually coming out next month. Um, and it's a Norsk f- fantasy world. Um, and a really badass female main character, from what I understand. Her name's Orca. Ooh. That is the book. Um Oh my gosh, it looks really cool. There's a dragon. Right. Um, I love a dragon, not gonna lie. I'm so excited. I just I want to read this book now. <laughs> um, and then I also got City of Brass. Okay, I have seen that everywhere. I've heard seriously amazing things about it. Like I've never seen a bad review of it. And it's not new, right? Like No, and the whole trilogy is out. So like there's you can no just waiting. Bust through it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's by S.A. Chakraborty. Um, there's it's a trilogy, and I mean, 74,900 wow. ratings, and it's got a 4.13 rating on Goodreads. Beefy. Um, 500, lo- both those books, Shadow of the Gods and City of Brass, are both, they chunky, 500 plus. I mean, mm. it's not Outlander size, but. She thick. Yeah, it's a big world, I guess. Um, and I also I've been really digging that though. I know. Like also story graphs. I'm like obsessed and I keep looking at it. Mm-hmm. Like the month of March, I read so many. Uh, we're in April right now. Okay, just kidding. The month of February, I read so many short books, like 300 or less. And then in March, I only read really thick books because I read the two Game of Thrones books. I read. And you started Outlander. I started Outlander. I don't know. There was another one that I had like finished and it it's so funny. Like my my book number obviously was like super low, but my page count number was the highest. And I was like, oh, fancy. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun to see, though. And then I love seeing like your average length of books that you read. Um, mine is usually over 300. Uh, it's usually between three and 500 is my average page l- length for books. 
Um, and I think that's solely because like of the five chunky books that right you, the balance yeah yeah. Um, and then I also added to my this was just last weekend when we went to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> um, Lease on Love. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Lee or Lisa, yeah, Lisa. That's me. Oh shit! I didn't even hear. I turned it off and then, haha. Okay, yeah, we're we're going still. Success. Yes, we got it. <laughs> one malfunction after another. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I mean, gosh, if your phone goes off during a podcast, it could be an emergency. We don't mind at all here. It was just to wake up in case I fell asleep. <laughs> Very important also. <laughs> I was like, you better make it to Carrie's house. <laughs> Honestly, just because I hadn't seen you, I was more excited about that than anything else. So. I mean, same. I was like, I haven't hung out with you in so long. I know. Um, but yes, the other book that I got was Lease on Love by Fallon Ballard, which is a little, I think, rom-com which I'm going to take with me to Florida. Oh, perfect. Some Something light. Yeah. And, and I got to show you the cover. It's so pretty. Aw. That is very cute. Right? I don't know. I'm like, you know. I'm I don't, into it. I don't. I have been on a fantasy, like, rampage for, like, the last three months. Like, I just want to read fantasy. But I keep forcing myself to read other books that I've had for so long because... Are you scared that you're going to burn out or like... No. I just am like, no. It's your own judgment? Yeah. It's my own judgment. And it's my own mind telling me, no, oh these books God. have been waiting longer. <laughs> I'm done. I'm so over it. Oh, God. I just want to read all the fantasy. Like, I need to read... What's the next Akatar book? Uh, A Court of Mist and Fury or Wings and Ruin? What's the second one? Dude, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've read them, but I don't know. <laughs> Wait, you haven't read the second one? No. That's the good one. Yeah, that's what I hear. That's I'm really scared. Spicy. That's what I'm really mm. scared I'm not going to like it. Oh, no. I know. I'm like, anyway. Um, I, I, think, I think there's a better chance I'm going to like this one than the, the first one. Yes. The first one I was like, okay. Yes. Yeah, I was very okay about the first. Yeah. I know that the, the second, second one. one. I was like, oh, hello. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. You have me. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I know. That's on my pile to bring to Florida with me, too. I will say, speaking of Sarah J. Moss, Mass? Moss. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, I just meowed back at the cat. Um, <laughs> and then she never returns. Um, I rented from the library a while ago. Um, Crescent City, the new series that she's making. Um, there is so much world building, though, that, like, I can't get into it yet because, like, I'm doing too much. I think it needs to be, like, the only book that I'm reading yeah. because, like, she just, like, tosses you in the deep end and doesn't, like, ease you into it. It's like you are in the world and you're figuring it out as you're going. Oh, interesting. Um, and... I just don't have the time to like actually do that. I know I'm gonna love it. I just did you start? Have you finished it? No, I I literally have read like maybe a chapter, and then I'm like, I don't think it's gonna happen for me. Yeah, at least right now. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that I have that book as well. Uh, a friend is letting me borrow it. 
and I'm intimidated by it, not because of the size, but because of how big that world I've heard is. And like, I appreciate that it's not like spoon fed to you. Like, it's definitely not like, it's not set up like a YA fantasy. It's definitely set up as like the old fashioned, like classic fantasy. Mm -hmm. Like you are just tossed in and you will figure it out as you go. And like, you're learning about like, the family drama, the like household drama, like everything is coming at you all at once and there's so many characters. And it's like, I know I've already gone through that with like Game of Thrones and I would even like say Outlander is kind of like that as well. But like, yeah, there's a lot of politics I'm in like, fantasy or in just historical fiction. Yeah. It's just like, I don't have the brain power for that right now. Yeah. And I'm kind of bummed about it. Yeah. Well, maybe while you're on your spring break. Ooh, that's a good idea. Are you bringing any books with you to Washington, DC? I haven't decided yet. The answer is yes. What I'm going to bring, unsure. Because we're going on a train for a couple hours. Yeah. So that's some solid reading time. Oh, absolutely. I know that, like, once I'm actually there, I'm, like, probably not going to be reading unless it's, like, at night. Because we're staying with some friends and... Also, all of the free museums I'm going to explode. Oh, yeah, you're going to be very active while you're down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I love coffee shops. Oh, I'm so excited. But, yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm going to need something that's easy to get in and out of. Yeah. That's how I feel, too. When <laughs> haven't packed, haven't done laundry, haven't even cleaned my apartment. But you know what? I've picked out the books I'm bringing to Florida with me. <laughs> These are the important things. Yeah. I picked them out two weeks ago, Kat. It's really stupid. Oh my gosh, what are you bringing to Florida? So I'm going to bring, um, I have them right here, actually. I'm going to bring Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. It is. Um, this looks adorable. Yeah, it's a queer romance. And I just love it. It's a purple cover. It oh looks God, like love. it's going to be like fluffy for a beach, you know, and. Yeah, so that's one of them. Cute. I'm also going to bring A Court of Mist and Fury. You know, we were just talking about it. Yes. Well, I hope the person, Get if it's not. spice. Yeah, right. Get some spice. And then I was thinking about bringing um, The Unhoneymooners. Is that another romance? Yeah, I almost thought that's what I, I almost thought it was Beach Read because it's a yellow cover, <gasps> just like Beach Read. Oh, snap. It's up there on my shelf, but I'm going to bring that. It's another rom-com um, I'm sticking with like just easy in and out, like yeah. not overly complicated. Someone just recommended the Unhoneymooners to me because I had recommended to them, um, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, that's right, you finally read that one. So cute, I loved it. And they were like, "Oh, if you like that, here you go." And I was like, "Oh snap!" So that is on my list. You'll have to tell me if you liked it. Yeah, Christina Lauren's a pretty popular author. I've never read anything by her. She um, did Holidays, didn't she? Yep, in a Holidays. That was, like, so backlisted at the library that I wanted to read it during the Christmas season, and there was no hope for me. Really? Yeah. One of the ones that I see by her that's very popular is Love in Other Words. I hate hmm. that cover, though. I can't. I will never read it? that book. Oh, <laughs> I just hate it. Um, that is very, like, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I want to say, like, 2010. Oh, it came out in 2018. Oh, my gosh. I have the best question for you. Yeah? <laughs> Suspense. What is a book that you remember so vividly of, like, cover, even if you didn't read it, like, 
from the early aughts. Like, because the design is so different from now. Oh, anything by Sarah Dessen. Oh my gosh, yes! Yes, the one with the bicycle. Yeah, that's the first one, Along for the Ride. <laughs> also, we have a million copies of it at the bookstore. Yes. Yeah, it, the legs. It's like you only oh, ever saw their legs. My God, yes. They were always on a beach. There was a bike. There was some... Pretty flower baskets, and yep. you saw their legs. Or like half a face. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. I hated those trends, even when they were the trend. Oh I yeah. just couldn't stand physical face, like actual faces and humans on my books. Yep. Still can't. I will say you have the nice version mm-hmm. of A Court of Mist and yeah. Fury. When I read it, it was the uh, original cover. Yeah. And I was embarrassed to read it. Yeah. They're like, not discreet. Those no. original covers are. I was like, I do not like this illustration style. Like, I like illustration. Like, the cover for Delilah Green doesn't care. So cute. So well done. But man, the or- take a look if you haven't yet. The original covers of Akatar, real bad. Yeah, I remember seeing them. I was like, uh, I was like, I didn't want to pick it up. And like, my sister was like, You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. They're, they're not aesthetically pleasing. I no. At all. I was like, okay, yes, I like the book, but man, I don't want to post this anywhere because it looks so lame. <laughs> I know. Those like weird cartoony fantasy vibes. Throne of Glass is the same way. Yeah. I'm like, why? Like, she's such a. I think I have the better version of Throne of Glass too, actually. Wait, for real? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. Hold on a second. Vamp. <laughs> okay. Well, the one that I read, it's like this, like anime illustration oh yeah yeah that's her yeah so like the hardcover you see more of her legs and you see that she's like literally a stick figure um with a bobblehead she literally looks like a brat doll and it gets worse as the series goes on and it just makes me sad because she's such a very cool heroine and it's like that's what i would have liked in middle school you know, yeah. I was that kid. I was emo. I was like, let me draw this. Yeah. Is that what I want to read as an adult reading fantasy? No, I don't want that on my cover. You know, I know. Don't judge a book by its cover. But Every single person who reads judges books by covers. You're attracted to certain style covers. I'm attracted to purple and green, no matter what it is. Um, most. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look at my stack right there. wow that's purple and green wow it's not even on purpose um and usually it has flowers or some sort of floral thing on it yeah and like tiny details usually i don't care who you are you're attracted to certain clothes you're attracted to certain books oh yeah what kind of covers are you attracted to oh man so i do love the floral um i love like a still life on the cover like the vine witch Mm. All of those are freaking gorgeous. And each of them are very unique to the character that they're following. Yep. Um, Some of the prettiest covers ever. So I've seen. beautiful. And I also really like. Um, what's it called? When it's like a painting. It's kind like, of abstract. Yes. Yeah. I like. I like that. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of like the anime. Unless it's anime, you know? Yeah. yeah I'm I like, I don't want <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to look like a bad illustration unless it's like specifically trying to be something. Right. So we talked a little bit about what we're bringing on our respective trips uh, coming up. 
And I figured it would be not a bad time to talk about mood reading since we are both mood readers. Oh, hardcore. Um, and it is hard to stick to a TBR when you are not in the mood to read what you set out to read originally. Oh, yeah. So different moods that I kind of came up with and recommendations for those moods. <laughs> this is just kind of a very quick list I did earlier. Um, it's spring. If you're a seasonal reader and you like to read books set in the seasons, I mean, I could probably think of all seasons, um, a book for all the seasons, but specifically for spring, since that's what we're in. I read a book recently called The Memory of Violets Ooh. by Hazel Gaynor. Slept on author. It's a historical fiction. Um, it's about the London flower sellers in the early 1900s. It takes place in like 1910 and it flashes back between 1870 and 1910. And it's found family and it's um, it's just this really beautiful story. It's And it revolves around flowers and it actually is... Honestly, a good book that represents disabled people in a really positive way, actually. Um, so I really recommend it for a spring read because, you know, it's very floral, flowery. All the chapters begin with like a picture of flowers and mm -hmm. and it's just like an, it's an uplifting, inspiring found family story. So if you're in a mood for uh, something set in the spring and has spring vibes, that's a good one. That sounds lovely. Yep. Um, and then we were also talking about vacation, vacations and Emily Henry reading Beach Read and me wanting that book now. Yes. <laughs> but Emily Henry also wrote People We Meet on Vacation, which is a great book to bring on vacation. So good. Also, her new book is coming out very soon. Book Lovers. And I'm so excited. In one month. It's too soon or too far away. <laughs> not too both. soon. Right. It's too far away. And also I'm not ready for it just yet. <laughs> it has to wait behind a few books <laughs> once it's here. <laughs> why? It's, why? It do, why does it have to be like that in my mind? Oh my God. I will say um, if you are like me and a little overwhelmed with things that you have to do, whether it's around the house or school or work or whatever, um, I do tend to go towards shorter reads, um, when I'm <laughs> panicked because then I'll have, I can finish them in a chunk of time and then I'm like, I feel like I've accomplished something. 100% agree. I 100% agree. It gives you a sense of accomplishment, even though like your list is never ending oh, yeah. outside of reading. Yeah. Um, I, that's kind of how I felt when I read recently, once there were wolves, it was like, I didn't realize how short it was, but also it was perfect. Right. I didn't feel like I had this big, long commitment. Right. You know, when it was just enough. You were immersed. Yep. And then you move on. I felt that way with uh, Spindle Splintered. Oh, yeah. It's a Sleeping Beauty retelling, and I love a retelling. How many times can I say that in one episode? Um, <laughs> I love fairy tales. It's by Alex E. Harrow. Harrow? Um, yep. It's so good. I highly recommend getting a physical copy because the illustrations are amazing. It's all like paper cut, um, like shadow illustration. So like, I don't know, it's very cool. So like they use like the old fashioned one from uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales and she's modified it. So like it's dark 
it's feminist it's i don't know it's it was a really fun ride i really enjoyed it and i was able to read it i want to say in like two days like and it was that was just enough but it was still like that little escape yep love it she wrote once in future witches yes which i gave like three and a half stars i think and i have that one on my to get list i obviously don't have it yet but i'm i'm very happy to see that you liked it because that's encouraging because i didn't love once in future witches as much as i thought i was going to i will also recommend her book um a thousand doors of january oh that's right she did that one and that one like that one you need to give some time because it like blows your mind and there's like world building but it's so worth it i have i've had that on my shelf for it's like two years also a beautiful cover and it's purple i know it's i'm staring right at it right <laughs> now as we're talking um i again though it's takes place or it has the word january in the cover so guess what i can't, my brain will only let me read it in january, january. yeah that's fair and it's dumb. No, it's dumb. It's literally like you're going to force yourself. You're going to wait a whole year to read that book just could because. You, could you read it in winter? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure I meant to. If there's like snow on the ground, you're like, right. this is fine. Right. Exactly. But I ideally really did. <laughs> it was on my January TBR. Didn't happen. I'm telling you, it's chaos here. <laughs> <laughs> We're just surviving, not thriving. <laughs> Um, I also had a recommendation for if you were in a mood to laugh, mm. right? Which we all need every now and then more now than then. Hit me with it. <laughs> um, we are never meeting in real life by Samantha Kirby. That's the one with the cat. That was the funniest shit I've read in the longest time. Oh, I'm so excited. It's an, it's a series of essays. It reads almost like a memoir, but it doesn't go in chronological order but it's just like all of these different things in her life that she talks about and it's just so relatable especially if you're a millennial oh yeah um and she talks about family her kind of messed up family her dating life and like her work life and just like all of the things that like make life messy she puts like this really funny spin on and i read that in like i think a day and a half maybe dang okay it was so good. That's another recommend, like a good recommendation as well. Essays or short stories um, when you're really busy in life in general. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like something you can pick up, put down and not feel like you missed or like if you forgot something, it's a big deal. Right. You know, like essays, especially. And I would say depending on the memoir, some are set up that way, which Absolutely. is very nice. Mm -hmm. Um because sometimes you're not ready to fully get into like the baggage with someone. A lot of comedians set up theirs um, like Bossy Pants by um, Tina Fey oh, yeah. is like that. And so is Yes, Please by Busy Phillips. No, sorry. Amy Poehler. There you go. Um, like they're all individual stories um, and all very funny. Um, but yeah i liked how this was like this just random i think she's a blogger or she worked for buzzfeed or something like that like just like a normal or maybe she had a column or she was, might have been a journalist i don't remember right but just like not a famous person just talking about the crazy shit that happens in life and she's you know she also talks about it she's black she comes at it from that angle as well and it was refreshing it right. was just 
it was so refreshing. Um, so if you're in the mood to laugh and whatnot, that's a good one. Oh, yes. I would love that. Plus, the cover is adorable. Right. It's got a cat. I'm it sorry. It's a cat and it's bright yellow. <laughs> I say that as I'm wearing a bright yellow shirt. Very happy vibes. We're here for it. I'm looking at my want to read section of my Goodreads. I have no comedy on here. <laughs> I'm like heavy book, heavy book, heavy book. Oh, it took me a minute to look actually for a mood for something laughing. Um, because you know what my brain went to? What do you like? I can recommend three books that'll make you cry. No oh, problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you want me to pull on your heartstrings? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yeah. You want a book oh, for when man. you're lonely? Absolutely know what to recommend for you. No problem. <gasps> okay. A book that I'm very excited about. This is not anything to do with what we were talking about. <laughs> In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer. So Kate Spencer is my fake best friend. Um, She is on the podcast Forever 35 with Dory Shafrir. And I listen to them twice a week, every week. And I love them. And this is her first romance book. And I'm so excited. And... I'm just so excited. I haven't gotten my hands on it yet. It just released this month. Okay. It's in Costco. (laughs) You haven't been to Costco? I haven't been to Costco. Oh, man. What are you doing? You're a bad millennial. (sighs) It makes me really sad. I did get a compliment on my Costco jacket today, though. You you have a Costco jacket. Oh. It's my flannel jacket. I almost thought you meant you have, like, a jacket that has, like, the Costco label. Honestly, (laughs) I would rock that. I would. I am a brand... Uh, you love to rep the brand. Yes, I am an ambassador. This jacket right here on the floor. Yes, you got that at Costco. Yeah, buddy, I love that. The one, my green one up there, I got at Costco. <laughs> Twinsies. I know, right? Oh, love, love a good plaid pa- plaid pattern. <laughs> love a good Costco find. Yeah, right. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. I haven't been at Costco in a really long time, and it makes my heart sad. Oh. God bless. I can't go to Costco. I mean, unless I'm there with with someone like you who can navigate quickly in that oh, yeah. store. I can't. You have you have to go like ready. Also, I will say there was one time where um Dan got these like CBD chocolates and I had one before I went in and I was like this is amazing. Yeah. Like I am so chill right now. Like I can handle anything. That's the thing. That's the difference. If I had had anything CBD, I would have been oh, yeah. much better off. Oh yeah. Wasn't prepared. Well, plus like it, that was your first time. No, no? I've, oh, no, I've been to Costco before. I feel like we went on a busy day though. We, I didn't have a problem with you. I had a problem when I went, it wasn't as busy the day I went with Joel and his parents. But whenever I go shopping with Joel, I love you, Joel. I love you so much. I gr- I'm grateful that you come with me shopping. But <laughs> you take forever to look at every stupid thing in the store. And I am like a... Oh, you just got to leave them. Just leave them. In and out. Leave and there were too the many... Best. There, were, It was bad that day. We went on a Saturday. You and I, went, I think, went on a Sunday. That feels right. Um, We went on a Saturday. The soccer moms were out in full force. Oh, no. The minivans were just lining up. The parking lot alone gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, I can't. I, I really had a breakdown. Joel had to give me ice cream. Oh, yeah. Wait, did you go to Big Al's? No, we. He got me ice cream from the concession in Costco because oh I was God, freaking I've out. Never had anything. Someone told me to have Costco um, pizza. Never have had it. I've never eaten anything at that concession area. The, I think I think he got me a parfait, frozen yogurt, or something. It was amazing. 
It was so good. And it was like a dollar. I am so jealous right yeah. now. He was the only way to calm me down. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Yep. You you got to do it. You got to pop that Costco concession cherry. Ooh. <laughs> Some ASMR there. <laughs> oh, man. This is great. <laughs> um, God bless if there are still listeners at this point. And if Costco wants to sponsor us, you're right. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready. We we will rep you proudly. I will be your Instagram baddie. I will learn those poses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, <laughs> it's been it's been great. It's been real, and it's been real great. <laughs> you like that? Oh, that was very good. Yeah. <laughs> nice mm, thank you for coming back to literary carry thanks for having me again <laughs> anytime i love you a lot i love you all right everyone go follow literary carry on instagram and i'm on book talk i am actually on a book talk book talker now and check out that blog post oh yeah i didn't do a single one this week well check out those past blog posts <laughs> they're great yeah they're fun lots of good recs there um, oh, yeah. Lots of fun things. But yeah, thanks. S see you soon. Make good choices. We love you. Bye.